Welcome to Self-Compassionate Professor, a career wellness podcast for mid-career and recovering academics who want more. More meaning, balance, rest, joy, and more clarity. Our motto here is no regrets. So glad you're here. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to episode 123. I'm Danielle Delamar, and July is going to be all about vision. I'm having the Career Vision Workshop coming next Wednesday, July 13th at noon Pacific, and you still have time to sign up for that. Registration closes July 11th, so that's next Monday. And if you sign up, make sure you have time to do the pre-work, which includes going on a vision quest before you come to the workshop. In episode 122, so that's last week's episode, I talk about the vision quest. And so you're going to want to listen to that. You're going to want to register for the workshop. And then once you register, I will send you some pre-work that um, just gets more specific about how the vision quest should go. Again, it's selfcompassionateprofessor.com. Don't forget the .com. Go to Career Wellness Workshops, and from there, you can just go ahead and register for the Career Vision Workshop. And also, if you are wanting to join the sabbatical program, you still have until the end of today. So if you want to register, if you want to come with us for a year-long journey, make space to hear your inner wisdom and start building your career on a foundation of wellness and self-compassion, join us. Join us. You can register on my website also, selfcompassionateprofessor.com, and just go to the sabbatical program. All right, so in honor of the vision workshop that's coming up on July 13th, I am making the entire month of July all about vision. So I'm going to be re-releasing episodes that speak really well to vision. And the most important one in my mind is episode 94, where I talk about career wellness and I talk about how when you're constantly in a fight flight state, you do not have access to your inner wisdom. So enjoy the first re-release of the July Vision Series. Yay, I'm excited. Happy summer. I want to talk today about self-care and taking a break. And I know if you are a regular podcast listener, you might be like, oh my gosh, here we go again. Danielle's telling me to take another freaking break. <laughs> and I like, I hear you. Like, uh, this is something I preach all the time and it is absolutely foundational to the coaching work I do. It's absolutely foundational to your ability to feel good in your job. It's absolutely foundational to your ability to visualize a career path that you actually want to pave. Um, so 
I want to break it down and break down why it's so imperative so that you have an understanding at, at a deeper level, not just sort of a superficial, like, I got to take a break understanding, right? So I will say this. You might be in a place where you are sort of freaking out about, like, leaving academia or maybe making a lateral move to another institution. And you might be like, I got to get out now. I got to like push hard. I got to find a way to run away from this place and fast. And it might be that you're in a toxic work environment. It might be that it there are things going on in your work environment, maybe like too much service work or something like that where you really feel like you need to run and run now. Or maybe on the other hand, you're like, I know I don't want to do this job. I really don't care about anything. I feel like nothing really matters and it's totally meaningless, but you're hopeless and, and you feel sort of helpless to find a different way to find um, a different path, whether that that is, you know, walking away from academia completely or restructuring the way you do your work. Like you just don't have the energy to do anything. You're just like, Um, and you're, you know, I always make the joke that like you can barely keep your head up to send an email. Right. I mean, that's that's the state I got into when I was an academic. Okay, so as you'll see, (laughs) one state is I got to do this now and I got to make it happen and rah, rah, rah. And there's a lot of energy and it's a lot of frenzied energy and it's a lot of stressed energy and it feels a little chaotic and it feels a little disorganized and you don't actually know where you're going, but you're really spinning and trying to figure it out quick and fast, right? And if you're doing that, your career vision (laughs) is founded in fear, right? Like I will just choose the thing that looks like it could work and I will just run and make it happen. Like I'm going to be a data scientist now and I'm just going to run out of academia and make data science happen for me. But what if you do that and then you get to data science and you hate it, (laughs) right? Or what if you spend a whole lot of time training to be a data scientist and you hate that, right? Before you even get the job, you've spent a bunch of time training and then you're like, I don't want to do this, right? And then the same thing, so, so that can happen where you have a career vision that's founded from the state of frenzy, but you can but you can also have sort of a non-vision, right, in that other state that I was talking about, the sort of helpless, hopeless state, right? Like, I don't even know. There's nothing that I can even touch. Um, but then you're, there's this other state, and this is the sweet spot state. It's the state where you feel calm, where you feel collected, where you actually feel feel your body, (laughs) right? Like you are actually aware that you have feet. Um, You can actually feel your arms moving when they move. (laughs) And I say that because I'm moving my arms as I talk. Um, 
this calm, collected, connected state, connected to your body, connected to other people. Like you have this sort of desire to reach out and talk to other people. You have this desire to connect to other people. Maybe you want to send out, you know, holiday cards or something because you want to send messages to people. You want to feel connected to them. Um, This state is the state you want to be in when your vision takes shape, right? Because the vision that comes from this state is a vision that is not based in fear. It's not based in hopelessness and helplessness. It's based on healthy, whole connection to what you want, what you need in your life. It's a state that's going to lend itself to you finding a career or an approach to your career that feels supportive of who you are, of what you want to see in your life, of what you want to see in your career. But this is the deal. These states change, right? It's not like you can stay in this calm, collected, connected state all the time. (laughs) Oh, wouldn't that be nice? But you can't. We're human beings and we move between states. And so I want to talk to you about how these different nervous system states work. And I am drawing from polyvagal theory when I do that. So this is Stephen Porges's work. This is work. This is a theory that he started to come up with after he did research on newborn babies and sort of their nervous systems and how they became dysregulated and and then re-regulated when they connected with their caretakers. Anyway, this is how it works. And I got to say, the theory is so good because what it does is it connects us to our bodies. It's not this like just mindy sort of theory. It's a theory that values and honors the wisdom of the body. Okay, so that said, Stephen Porges talks about a hierarchy of nervous system states. And I'm not going to get into all of the tiny details of the hierarchy. What I want to get into, though, is how each state feels in your body so that you can make a conscious effort to move out of a dysregulated state and so that it doesn't stay with you for too long and then it sort of affect every aspect of your life, right? So I want to talk about how to feel each of these nervous system states. I want to talk a little bit about how you can transition from a dysregulated state to one of regulation. And I want to talk about the profound impact taking steps toward a more regulated state can have on your career, Um, whether that just means feeling better in the job you have, or it means finding a vision that really feels good and right to you. Okay, so this is the hierarchy that Stephen Porges talks about. At the top of the hierarchy is that calm, collected, connected state. This is what he calls the ventral vagal state. And by the way, it's called polyvagal theory because it's based on the vagus nerve, which is one of 12 cranial nerves. And 
um, honestly, the vagus nerve is not just a nerve, but it's like a bundle of nerves that starts right at the brainstem and then travels down the body. This first state, again, calm, collected, connected state, that is what's called the ventral vagal state. And here you might feel a sense of trust. You're going to feel relaxed. You're going to feel free and open. And you are going to feel like you want to hang out with other people and be with other people. Be connected to maybe the environment or be connected to a pet, right? Like it's a real sense of connection, this state. And when I think about my career as an academic, the time that I felt this state was always in the classroom during discussion. It's when my students were sitting in a circle, because I always put them in a circle. (laughs) Not all of them loved it. Um... But that's when I felt really at ease because all I was doing was sort of fielding questions and, you know, picking up on one student's experience and and then maybe this other student's experience and connecting that to course content. And then I would pose another question and build on that. And it always felt very flowy. I always felt very much at ease. It it was this very sort of present and almost artistic thing I was doing, right? I was weaving information together and finding a way to make meaning. And I was doing that in connection with students. So this is the ventral vagus state, right? This is the calm, collected, connected state. And then if you go down a rung, (laughs) you're in the fight flight state. You're feeling, you know, frenzied and you're feeling like there's a lot of chaos in the world and like it's really hard to keep up and you have to run fast or you have to fight hard to really like keep everything together and keep everything going because it's all about to fall apart at any minute. And the example I have for this is when I was trying to think through a paper that I was writing, or I was trying to think through a class I was going to be um, teaching in the near future. I would take my dog for a walk in the park, and this was a long time ago, um, but I really remember walking with her and um, getting into this really spinny sort of sensation in my head where I couldn't stop coming up with ideas and I kept pushing myself to come up with as many ideas as I possibly could, right? I could do this for the class. Oh, and I could do this and I could do this and this and this and this and this. Ooh, but maybe that could lead to that and this could do this and da 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 da, da right? Um, and as I got more and more sort of addicted to that state, I would feel this great pressure in my chest and I would feel sort of shaky and like I had to get this done right now and it was this this really hurried energy and if I didn't do it right now then everything would fall apart and oh my god I gotta push I gotta do it I gotta do it and I could actually rev myself up like at the beginning of the walk where I was gonna think about this thing Um, I could be in that state and I could be in a more severe version of that state by the end of the walk. (laughs) 
so I could really make it bad. And that is sort of the definition of dysregulation. You can't bring yourself back to the calm, collected, connected state, right? And so this fight flight state is essentially what we're calling sympathetic, right? This is the system of action. And by the way, all of these states are important. Like it's not just like one state is good and the others are bad, right? It's more like one state, the calm, collected, connected state needs to be in charge (laughs) and direct the other states. Because of course you need the energy to take action, right? You need that sympathetic energy to move yourself forward. But when you get dysregulated, that action becomes extreme and it feels anxious or angry, right? Or chaotic. Okay. So are you with me so far? (laughs) You've got the first sort of rung that is the ventral vagal sort of system of connection, right? And here you are sort of moving with the flow of life. You feel ease. You feel connected to your body. You feel connected to the world around you, to the people around you. The second one down is sympathetic. And this is a system of action, right? And here, if this state takes charge and you become dysregulated, this is where you're going to feel a lot of anxiety, a lot of self-pressure, a lot of pushing, a lot of fighting, that kind of energy, right? Um, There's a lot of stress and you're doing everything you can to manage the stress in a very action-oriented way. So then the rung below that is the dorsal vagal. And this is a system of shutdown. And so when this becomes sort of the system that is in charge of you, (laughs) this, you feel really drained. You feel exhausted, right? All the time. You feel hopeless. You feel helpless. You just want to, you just want to give up. Like there's no energy for anything. There's just no energy for anything. There's no excitement for life. There's nothing, right? You are in complete shutdown. And this, my friends, is burnout. Um, I'm sure many of you have experienced that or are experiencing that right now. And this is exactly how I felt probably by the second year, like the middle of my second year as tenure track faculty. Um, yeah, that's how long it took me. (laughs) But I should say this, I was in the fight flight, right, that sympathetic um, system of, of action state for so long, for so, so long, beginning with like my PhD program, right? And I had been in it for so, so, so long. And it's like, I couldn't get out of it because I could never feel like I was on top of of my life. I could never feel like I was on top of everything I had to get done. I was just constantly pushing to get stuff done. Push, 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 push. And eventually, as tends to happen when you fall into the shutdown state, my system just realized I was never going to get on top of anything. And so it shut down to keep me alive, right? 
to keep me functioning because I could not, and my system knew I could not continue with the fight flight state I was in any longer. Okay, so we've got the system of connection. When your system gets overwhelmed, you move into the system of action. And when you stay there too long and your system starts to see that you're not resolving the problem that needs to be resolved, right? Because that fight flight system of action should only be short term, right? But when your system is noticing that that's actually not something that's sustainable and you're going to have to fall now into the shutdown system, that's what it'll do. <laughs> so why is this important if you're in career crisis? I will tell you why it's important. I'm sure you can think of some reasons. I mean, first of all, many of us are in fight flight for way too long. We're always putting out fires. We're always pushing. Our systems just can't take it. It's too much. And so we're in danger of falling into the shutdown system, right? We're in danger of falling into burnout. And burnout is a lot harder to get out of, right, than the system of action. We should be in the ventral vagal state, the calm, collected, connected state, as much as possible. And it should be the state that is in charge. And if it's not, you're obviously not going to be well in your job. You're going to be burned out. You're going to be overwhelmed. And if you really want to get out and you feel like you're in crisis mode, right, you don't have a good vision if you're in one of those lower states. So the secret is to really stay in ventral vagal as much as possible and notice when you're dysregulated so you can come back up to ventral vagal because the more you're in that calm, collected, connected nervous system state, the more access you have to your inner wisdom. And in turn, the more access you have to your career vision, right? Once you're able to see a vision, whether it's just one tiny little next step or it's something bigger, things begin to unfold, right? With ease and with grace. So um, I want you to take a second and think about the semester that just happened. <laughs> Did the semester have its way with you or were you able to stay in a connected state? Um, from time to time, or most of the time. Um, what happened? When you think about your semester, did you lose track of time and lose track of like who you were and what you were doing in the world and got really confused and feeling like everything was super chaotic? Uh, or did you just feel like, you know, Eeyore the whole semester? Life sucks. My job sucks. I have no energy for anything. Like, what did your semester feel like? What was the sort of emotional climate? If you were regularly connecting to friends and family and you felt those feelings of connection, if you regularly were, I don't know, reading books by your favorite novelist, or you were regularly going on walks and feeling connected to nature. If you had those ventral vagal anchors in your life, 
and you look back on your semester and you know they were there and they were there pretty regularly. I mean, you might have had a week or a few days, a day where you moved into fight flight, but then you were able to come back up and re-regulate, right? And my guess is you're not listening to this podcast if you're somebody who's fully regulated, <laughs> right? Because if you're if you're pretty regulated and you are able to take care of yourself, you're having this sense of anchor, this sense of groundedness, and you're having it on a regular basis. It's like the background of your life. You know what to do with your life. You at least know where to go at this point you have a sense of what the right move is. If the other states, though, are dominating your life and you feel either totally overwhelmed or totally burned out, you don't know what the next step is. Or if you do think you know what the next step is, that next step may be a bad move, (laughs) right? And honestly, if you don't know how to regulate your system, you take your dysregulation to another job, to another career. And then you find yourself not feeling good again and wondering what the heck's wrong. So let's talk about the importance of self-care. Because as you'll recall, this was what Dr. Melva Robertson and I talked about in episode 91. We talked about self-care and career clarity. And she was like, look, You need to take care of yourself first and then let the answers about your career emerge. And in this episode, I'm telling you, if you're sitting here and you're going, wow, my semester was way more fight flight, right? My semester was way more that sympathetic system of action. Okay, so in that state, you tell me. How much self-care were you willing to do? (laughs) Not much, right? Because you were afraid the whole house of cards was going to fall on you. You had no space or time or energy for anything related to self-care, right? Same thing with that dorsal state of collapse, right? If you are in that freeze state, if you are in that burnout state, How likely are you to take care of yourself? If you were in that state this semester, how much did you take care of yourself? Probably not much, right? All you could really do is watch Netflix on the couch and barely lift your head enough to do the bare minimum to teach your classes the bare minimum to, you know, get edits to your co-authors or whatever it was, right? You barely made it through the semester and you weren't taking care of yourself because you didn't have the energy and the space to. So when I'm telling you to take a break, when I'm emphasizing that constantly, (laughs) when I'm telling you that self-care is so important, this is why. It's so that you can regulate your system A regulated system feels so good. You feel clear. You feel calm. You feel loving. You feel loved. You have access to your inner wisdom. You know what to do about a career crisis. If you're in a career crisis, you know how to handle it. And if you're struggling with trying to figure out how to regulate your system, come see me, right? 
I do polyvagal informed coaching. I do a lot of mind body connection stuff with my clients. And once they start to feel better, they start to know better, right? I mean, I'm thinking of Maya Angelou's uh, famous quote, you know, when you know better, you do better. Well, I guess I have a variation of that. When you feel better, you know better. And when you know better, you do better. All right, y'all. So find those things that help you to anchor. Find those things that help you to feel calm, collected, and connected. What are they? Are there certain places that anchor you? Are there certain people that anchor you? Are there certain activities that anchor you? What are they? Make a list and notice whenever you're feeling dysregulated and come back to the list. Find something on the list, do that thing, re-anchor yourself so that you can experience this state, this calm state as much as possible. That's when you get career clarity. Okay, so as I wrap up today's episode, what I'd like to do is read to you a quote by Rumi, a friend of mine. Hi, Pony, sent this to me this week. And this is what it says. When I run after what I think I want, my days are a furnace of stress and anxiety. If I sit in my own place of patience, what I need flows to me and without pain. From this, I understand that what I want also wants me, is looking for me and attracting me. There is a great secret here for anyone who can grasp it. All right, y'all, chew on that for a while. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Self-Compassionate Professor. Find me on LinkedIn at Danielle Delamar, on Twitter and Instagram at Danielle SC Prof or schedule a free coaching consult at selfcompassionateprofessor.com. Be well.